As you board, please move across your car to make room for everyone and kindly offer available seating to those needing special assistance. If you're standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors. They will be closing in a moment. Thank you. Howdy, hey, and welcome to another episode of Disney Assembled. I'm Troy. And I'm Mimi. And we are your happy little father-daughter podcast, here to create joy and share our love for all things Disney. All right, this episode, if you are listening to of course you're listening to it. You wouldn't be hearing me right now if you weren't <laughs> listening to it. But I apologize. Uh, we do have some listeners who like to who listen to the show really right after it drops, right after it sort of rope drops in air quotes on Sunday nights at 7 p.m. Central. This episode's coming out a little later. I was out all day doing parent stuff, and we just, quite frankly, we just couldn't get together and do it. We were busy all day yesterday and all day today. So, yep. Yep. Here we are. We are recording on actually Sunday night after 7 p.m. So we're going to get this one out as quickly as possible. But I think it's going to be a fun episode. We've yeah. given a little convers- thought conversation, thought, right? Words are hard tonight. It's been a very long day. Yeah, it has. But this is really, I've been looking forward to this a lot all day. So I'm glad that we are here together, Mimi, having our special time together with our friends out there listening. If you are a new listener to the show, I want to thank you very, very much for joining us. We really do appreciate it. We hope you enjoy yourself. We hope that our little conversation brings a smile to your face. And if you are a returning listener, Thank you very, very much. We can't, I mean, how do we thank returning listeners? Maybe, you know, suggest therapy. Perhaps if you keep coming back, listen to us, you need help, <laughs> professional help. So seek professional help, but continue to listen regardless. So thank you very much if you're a returning listener. We really do appreciate it. Um, Mimi, this is, would you, how, how about this? Would you, would you like to do some listener questions? Sure, we can do that. All right. I would love to do some listener questions too. We only have one problem. We don't have any listener We don't questions. have any listener questions. And so if you're listening to the show, we would love for you to submit some questions to us, Disneyassembled at gmail.com or shoot us a DM on any of our socials, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, all at Disney Assembled. However, we're gonna do some listener questions anyway, because in the absence of actual listener questions. We wrote our own. I have my own listener questions. So we're going to jump right in here. And uh, this this first question, this first question was submitted by Bob in Boise. So Bob from Boise submitted this one. And he Mm -hmm. said, Disney Assembled, do you think the Disney dining plan at at the parks, you know, the dining plans, is a good deal? I don't know. Well, <laughs> I don't handle the money. So remember, these are fake listener questions, right? These aren't actual listener questions. We made these up. So here's my answer. I like to keep things simple, Bob from Boise. Um, do you like to eat while on vacation? Do you like to eat without the 
worry of having to carry around cash and pay for your meals? Are you the kind of person that likes to have your meals paid for in advance so you can just show up and sit down and eat your meal? If so, then the Disney dining plan is probably the right thing for you. If you're looking to just go on the cheap, which is nothing wrong with that, right, Mimi? There's nothing wrong with going a little cheaper and you want to pay a little bit more attention to what you're buying, then maybe not. But if you like to eat and you like all-inclusive and you don't have to worry about your meals anymore, go for it. Get the dining plan. Yeah, I agree. Right. Second fake listener question. This one is uh, from Sarah. Sarah from Sacramento. Okay. A little alliteration there, Mm -hmm. right? You know, creative writing major. All right. This one's for you. Sarah writes, Mimi, what advice do you have for a teenager who is scared to ride a thrill ride for the first time? Just, like, do it. I mean, like, that sounds really dumb, but, like, once you get on it, it it's it's only like 90 seconds of your life you know you just gotta like just do it and you won't regret it afterwards like it's i know that sounds like very empty not very helpful advice but like once you're in the line and you're you're doing it obviously you're gonna have like nerves and it's gonna be kind of scary but um like i remember when i rode my first thrill ride i asked the cast member like how long it was and she was like, it's like 90 seconds. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, that's nothing. Like, 90 seconds. Like, that's less than my favorite song, you know? So so there you go. Yeah, focus on the fact that it's 90 seconds and not the fact that it's a thrill ride. Right. Well, thank you for your fake question, Sarah from Sacramento, who may or may not exist or listen to the show. We appreciate that. We have one more fake listener, made believe, make up, made, made up, made up, fake listener question, right? This one is from Nellie, Nellie from New Orleans. Nellie, thanks for, thanks for almost writing us a question. We just made you up. It actually is a question for me. Okay. Troy, what advice do you have for parents who have teenagers and take them to the park? What advice do you have for parents of teenagers? All right, here's my advice for parents of teenagers going to a Disney park. First of all, raise your children right before you go to the park. Right. Because you don't want to go to the park and be worried that your kids are going to make bad choices. So if you raise good kids and you teach them to make good choices, they'll probably make good choices while at the Disney park, too. Right. So raise your kids right. Teach them right from wrong. Teach them to make good decisions. But also, if they're teenagers at the Disney park, give them a little freedom. You know, don't expect them to be right with you the whole time. They're not toddlers. They're not babies anymore. You know, they may want to stick around with you, right? They may want to be with you, but give them give them a little space. Give them a little space. Make sure their phones are charged. Make sure that you have times and a schedule to meet up with them later um, and hold them to that. But that's my advice. If you're a parent taking teens to the park, raise them right. Give them a little freedom. Get on a schedule. Have them check in. Yep. Is that good advice? You're the you're the resident teen here. If you I mean, if we were taking you to park, would you be pleased with those with that? I mean, yeah, I guess so. But you want to hang out with us anyway. Well, it depends on what we're doing. Yeah, well. And you won't let me bring Kristen to Disney, so Well, if you I had a friend, think... we may let you go off with your friend, but usually why, if you like, why would I go off by myself if there's no one to right. go off with? That's weird. That's true. It'd be kind of weird for you to just wander off by yourself. All right. So there you go. Those are fake listener questions. We would like real listener questions. 
So once again, if you are a listener, we'd love to have your questions. We'll maybe answer a few of them on the show. Disneyassembled at gmail.com. Drop that question to us. We'd love to have it. How about ratings and reviews? You want to do some ratings and reviews? Yeah. All right. I would, we don't have any. We don't so have any new ratings or reviews either. We're going to make either. them up. All right. You want to make some up? Yeah, I can go first. Okay. So this one is coming from, sorry to think of a city. That's not a letter that we've already used. We've used N and S and B. Okay. Um, Could be from a state too. Okay. This one is from. Or we don't know where they're from. Just be a name. Okay, well, this one is from Taylor from Tennessee. And Taylor from Tennessee puts two stars and she says, That old guy is really annoying. <laughs> Get him off the show. I don't like this Taylor from Tennessee person. <laughs> we tell people all the time, if you don't have something good to say, just send us an email. Right? Yeah. Two stars from Taylor from Tennessee. But it's okay because I think it's funny that we come up with we're gonna do we're gonna do make believe ratings and reviews, and the first one you come up with is a two star rating and a negative review about me. <laughs> what kind of deal is that? But it's okay. It's okay. You know. Unbelievable. Because like Danny from Dallas was like, oh, Danny, I kind of like that old guy. <laughs> <laughs> How many stars did we get? We got. Four and a half stars. Four and a half stars from Danny for the old guy. Hey, thanks, Danny from Dallas. He writes that he likes you and he thinks you're not relatable, but you make good, interesting points. But he wishes my mic was better, which is super valid. Okay, so my well, mic wants is to buy right you in. a new. If Danny from Dallas, this make believe person who wrote a fake review, wants to buy you a <laughs> microphone, he is more than welcome to do so. I don't have anything. Okay, so my mic obviously sounds different than Papa's. Like y'all know that you listen to the show. Mine is like it's not more distant, but it's more like hollow, and yours is more. It's just a little like, different. direct. Like it's different, you know. Right. And I I don't like the contrast, but you like it a, and. Yeah. Apparently, for microphones, you guys like it. So right. I, mean, I think you sound great. I listen to the show, and I think you sound very, very good. People tell me that you sound really good on the show. I think there's a big difference, though. When you get to about $100 for the microphone, you can tell the difference. My microphone's right. about $100. Yours is not. Right. We got mine, like, with points. Right. Like, Dell points. Yeah, it's all good, but yours is good. It's fine, right? yeah. It's a good mic. It's a good one to start with. And yeah, we, I'm not we, actually complaining about my mic. That was just... Right. So, okay. Danny from Dallas, four and a half stars. Which ones do you want to read? Uh, well, Vanessa, who gave us five stars, said, I listen to a lot of Disney podcasts. And by far, Disney Assembled is the greatest Disney podcast starring a father-daughter duo that I know of. I think we're maybe the only one. That's a very but specific Vanessa was Vanessa was very kind. She said, everyone should listen to the show. I suggest it to all my friends. As a matter of fact, I am considering joining them on Patreon. Wow. Thanks, Vanessa. Yeah. Thanks for that. We really appreciate that. Just go I, to patreon.com slash Disney assembled and join one of the tiers. We'd really appreciate I that. I very appreciate that because the Patreon money goes to my bank account because mom's not letting me go back to work because of COVID. So right. all but the Patreon Vanessa, money goes to me. So but then like Vanessa, me, if Vanessa who writes this, but if Vanessa <laughs> who wrote this review does join Patreon, she'll get those Disney reassembled episodes that you oh, love yeah. doing. Oh, yeah. I wish that was a real review. I got excited there. This was a fake review we made up. And it was so good. I even got really excited. I forgot. I I was like, can this Vanessa person be real? (laughs) All right. Hey, guys, if you're listening to the show, drop us a five-star rating review. We may read a real review next time we're on the show. It'd be great. All right. Do you want to introduce the topic 
of this week? Or do you want me to introduce the topic of this week a little I think bit? You can introduce the topic because so, we're not really doing like. And then we'll do the dad joke, and then we'll jump yeah. into our conversation. So the topic this week is we we want to keep it simple and we want to keep it fun because mostly we're really late recording and we've had a really busy weekend, so we didn't get to do a whole lot of of real research or anything. Not that we always any time do real research, but Disney animated movies, right? I'm thinking about it because Raya's coming out. Yeah. And I'm really excited. The more I see of the trailer, Raya, I'm really excited. I can't wait to watch it when it comes yeah, for free because like I'm probably right? not going to buy it for 30 bucks. But when it comes out, I'm going to watch it. Oh, yeah, definitely. And because of that, I've been looking at a lot of the, at the list of the Disney animated movies, right? The Disney animated studios films. And there are 12 of them that were made in the 50s, 60s and 70s. So 1950s, 1960s and 1970s. There were 12 films that came out during those three decades. And for our conversation today, we're going to go decade by decade and maybe list the movies and then just share which one we think is the best. Maybe even rank them because they're not that many in each decade. We can rank them or maybe tell them what our favorites are. Yeah. Right. Because we like almost all of them anyway. Right. It's not like there's bad ones in there. Right. But we thought we would take those three decades because we think those are really three fun decades to talk about with Disney animated films. But before that, we do need to have this week's Disney dad joke of the week. Mimi. Yes. Ariel, you know, the little mermaid. Yes. You know, when she's not, you know, swimming around in her grotto, one of her favorite things to do is laundry. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, she does laundry. Do you know what her favorite laundry detergent is? No, what is it? Tide. Get it? Yep, I do get it. She lives in the sea. Tide. I very much get it. Okay. Not a good one? Nope. You know, you can shoot us an email, disneyassembled.gmail.com. I mean, that one is a good one. Submit your own joke. Uh, sorry, that was kind of like an absent-minded answer. I write down when the joke was so we can go back and put it in the audio Do you want to do a second joke this week? Yeah. I have another one I thought about doing. Yeah, what is it? Let's try another one. All right. This is, this is a true, for our listeners, this is a real treat. This is a double-header Disney dad joke of the week. Oh, boy. Right. Mimi. Donald and Daisy. Yeah. Went to have breakfast. Yeah. They sat down to have breakfast. They ordered their food. And a few minutes later, the waiter came back to the table and said, uh, Donald, I'm sorry, but we're all out of bread. And at that point, Donald had one of his complete and utter Donald Duck meltdowns. Yeah. Right. Went absolutely crazy. <laughs> right. <laughs> did, did the whole thing. Right. Yeah. And it was at that moment that Daisy suddenly realized that Donald was lactose intolerant. That one was much better than the see other it? one. See it? He, yeah. Lactose intolerant. That was intolerant. much better than the other one. That was Definitely. Good. That was a good so one. So we did two dad jokes this week. So yes. <laughs> that was a good one. People could cringe twice. Hopefully they didn't swerve too far off the you road. Know, that's like interesting. And they're all with us still. This is such a side note, but like what's interesting about the dad jokes is we've been on like two or three shows, right? Mm-hmm. And... Basically, all three of them asked you if you had a joke. I have for to look them. I have to, I have to do some research to find some. Like, because I don't know, it's just kind of become a staple of our show, and like. And you people, didn't want me to do it when we first started. No, I wanted you to do them. I just like didn't know how. I like didn't think it would be. I thought it was just going to be like whatever. Yeah. You know, like he does a joke, like that's part of the shtick, you know. But no, it became a thing, you know, like it's a thing now. Yeah. Dad joke of the week. Yeah, and, I, like, people asked you to, like, do them on their shows. I'm so glad. 
and like you do them online. I'm happy to yeah, do that. It's cool. It's cool. Okay. All anyway, right. let's jump into our topic this week. We're gonna start. Let's go decade by decade. Can we talk about Wandavision really fast? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. we you did want to talk about okay, Wandavision. So, okay, yeah, real quick. Wandavision. Wandavision. Episode eight recap. Yeah. was so sad. I didn't cry though because I don't cry anymore. A lot of people cried. They mentioned that online. Yeah, because I didn't sad, cry either. It was sad. It was sad. I was sad, but I you didn't know? cry. Like okay, spoilers obviously. Okay, but like, um, yeah, it was extremely sad. I didn't cry because I don't usually cry, but, um. It was just so sad. Also, getting that background and finally getting Wanda's name as not it's not set in stone yet, but getting it as the Scarlet Witch for the first time. Yeah, and what that really means in the MCU, right. right? And like, yeah, like I didn't really know what she was. Like, I know you when she was introduced in Ultron, you were like, "Hey, that's Scarlet Witch." I was like, "Who?" Like, she's just you know, woo, you know, she has like red things that come out of her hands. Like that's about it. It's and, called chaos magic now. Right. And now we have like a term. We know what she does. We know how totally how powerful she is and dangerous. Like, Ag- like and how much said. she really doesn't know about how she got those. Powers. Right. Like, I don't think right. I, that episode clarified for me that I don't think like the whole, the whole time I was like, yeah, Wanda was being controlled. Like, she knows what she did. She doesn't know what she did because she was controlled to do it. No. I now think that Wanda genuinely didn't know how she did it because she didn't know of her power. She It just kind of happened out of her, her um, emotion, obviously. Right. So that happened. It was really great. Um, Agnes has more of a character now, which... Um, or Agatha, I guess. I don't, I'm just going to toggle between the two. You can say either one. Yeah. I'm going to toggle between the two. Um, yeah. Agatha has a character now. She's kind of funny. You know, like I do like that character. Like, I hope it sticks around for a while. Yeah, I hope she like. I don't want her to become the main villain. Obviously, I want her to be, you know, let's bring in the multiverse, like please. But you know, she's she's kind of spunky. And, you know, I like her. Um. Uh. Okay. So one of the things that I noticed in this episode that I haven't seen any kind of talk online about was in the fourth episode when we first are introduced to like, Sword and Monica Rambeau, like, in, you know, this um, series. You know you know the episode, right? Mm-hmm. Where she, she comes and whatever. Um, Hayward is showing the footage to Darcy and, and Monica where, and he's telling them the story about how, like, how Wanda came in, she stole the Vision's body, and now she's in Westview. But now we know that Wanda didn't take the Vision's body. She left. Right. So why... And he was there. So why did he lie about her stealing the body? Why did he do that? I I think this last episode coming out next week, it's only an hour long. There's no way they're going to wrap up all It's the an hour ends. and ten minutes. Well, it's no way. It's, it's, it's not going to 20 minutes end, of credits. It's going to lead into something bigger right, in, it's in the movie. Lead, so they're not going to answer every question. I read that it leads directly into... Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness. Like, that takes place, like, right after WandaVision. Right. I think everyone, I think many people are expecting Doctor Strange to make an appearance in the last episode. Maybe, if not in the last episode itself, maybe in the mid-credit scene, if there is one, or something something like like that. that. There's there's supposed to be a big review in the episode, which is, I think it's going to be Doctor Strange. Um, I'm also kind of slightly angry that the Evan Peters... Quicksilver was just a cameo and it didn't mean anything. I wanted it to mean something. I was ready for the multiverse. Like I'm kind of tired of them putting putting it off. But well, maybe I think that character is I'm just like hinting at it yeah, for the future. I don't, I don't know, but like since it was just Agatha, like I don't know. 
Also, yeah. can we talk about like how catchy the Agatha song is? Because in my head, oh, it's also, added to our Disney Assembled Favorites playlist on Spotify. It's in my head. Shameless plug. It's if it's, you're on Spotify, <laughs> follow our, our playlist. It's in my head. It's so catchy. One sounds like the Munsters. You I, wouldn't know what that means. No, not at all. But yeah, One Vision, very interesting episode eight. I think there were a lot more um, Easter eggs in it than I had noticed because I was too busy looking for answers, honestly, about Wanda and, and how she exists and what happened with, what was it, the Space Stone or the Mind Stone? Which stone is that? I think it was the Mind Stone. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I don't know. All right. Um, yeah, All so right. very good, good episode. Enough about WandaVision. If anyone has an answer to the Hayward question, I'm so interested in that. We'll find out this week. Please. I think we'll find out this week. Please tell me. I'm going to make a sound here. You know what this means? No one can hear it. You got to. Yeah, okay. That means okay. we have a new Disney assembled cheap pen. It's not. This open. one from a barbecue restaurant that. Spring Creek Barbecue. That's right. They had pens out, in and we needed Rumble, a new pen. Texas. So there we go. Spring Creek Barbecue Pens. Good to go. All right. Let's jump into our topic. Let's start with the 50s. Cool. There were five Disney animated movies from Disney Animation Studios in the 50s. I will can I, wait, it. can I guess? I can't read your hand. I can't read Papa's handwriting. So I'm going to try to guess. Yeah, what guess. Are. Okay. First one is Cinderella. Yes. Alice. Yes. Peter Pan. Yes. Lady and the Tramp. Yes. Sleeping Beauty. Yes. I got them all. There Let's you go. go. All right. So I just have to stare at it. Of those five. So which would be your favorite Peter out of those Pan. five? Peter Pan. Why? I don't know. I actually like Peter Pan. I think he's, I, I don't know. I think it's a fun movie. I would agree with you. I think Peter Pan is my favorite from the 50s as I well. I really like Alice though. Alice is very much a close second. I do like Alice. Alice is, it's still a little creepy for me. Alice feels like 10 minutes too long. Uh, yeah, I, I I like Peter Pan. I like Cinderella because it's so iconic. Right. And I, th- that's why I like Sleeping Beauty, too. Like, they're iconic classic movies. Who do you like better, Cinderella or Sleeping Beauty? Cinderella. Do you like Cinderella better than Sleeping yeah, Beauty? Yeah, Sleeping Beauty. The animation like, for Sleeping Beauty was much better, but... Yeah, but I like Cinderella better than Sleeping Beauty. At least Cinderella was in the movie. Sleeping Beauty was sort of she not much. Not, she was kind of just yeah. sleeping. Yeah. She like I don't know. The They're also like I don't know. Cinderella has more of a character, I think, than Sleeping Beauty does. I like Peter Pan too. I think that's my favorite in that list. Yeah, I think Cinderella is probably my second. And I don't dislike Lady and the Tramp. It's, it's not my pick. favorite. I never really clicked with Lady and the Tramp. So if you had to rank them in order, one to five, Peter Pan is number one. Right then, Alice. You would have Alice second. Cinderella. Then Cinderella. Lady and the Tramp. Sleeping Beauty and Lady and the Tramp. Okay, I think I would do Peter Pan, Cinderella. Then I think I'm going to go Lady and the Tramp, then Alice. No, then Sleeping Beauty, then Alice. This is some, I, I, I don't know. Alice just kind of, that, that story's always weirded me out. It's, it's even more scary when you know the backstory. Right. To like the author was like creepy and. She had like cancer and was on all these drugs. It was super weird. Like, or like had an acid trip or something. Like Alice yeah, as know. a story is. Yeah, but we're talking about the Disney movie. They kind of, you know, they made a kid's Alice, fun fact, stuff. Alice in the movie and book is four years old. Really? Yep. I didn't know that. And then she's six in the next one. Oh, well. 
It's not weird. That's so what that, it did makes it creepier. Okay. So that's all right. We both agree yep. that Peter Pan was the best, and we think that Sleeping Beauty and Alice. Well, you like Alice up that. You have Sleeping Beauty like near Alice. the bottom. I have Sleeping Beauty close to the bottom. I can go either way on that. Yeah. All right. Anything else to say about the fifties? Not really. I think it was. We'll bring. We'll come back to the fifties as we go kind along. Kind of the the classic age of. We of do think Disney. Peter Pan is the best in that decade. Yes. All right, let's go to the sixties. There are three. There were only three movies that came out in the sixties. So, Hundred One Dalmatians came out in nineteen sixty one, I believe. Then the Sword and the Stone, in nineteen sixty three, and the Jungle Book in nineteen sixty. Seven. So there's only three. Which is your favorite? Um, I don't know. These are three like these movies are on the same tier for me, I think. I said it, I think, in the last episode. Sword in the Stone is so criminally underrated. You go watch it if you haven't, and if you have and didn't like it, go watch it again. You'll probably like it better now that you're older. Um One Hundred and One Dalmatians is a classic, and I'm very excited for the Corella movie, which we did talk about last week. Yeah, we week. talked about that last week. Um I think the movie is so good and i have very fond memories of watching it and jungle book the same um you know baloo and i want to be like you and like you know the um bare necessities like Mm -hmm. very iconic very classic um disney like a staple you know like baloo you know bare necessities is a staple of the disney brand i think um so these yeah these three are Probably on the same level for me. If I had to put them in order, I'd probably do 101 Dalmatians, Jungle Book, and Sword in the Stone. Just because Sword in the Stone, even though it is underrated, it is not a better movie than Jungle Book. So you would have 101 Dalmatians top and then yeah. Jungle Book? Yeah. So I'm kind of with you, except I'm going to flip-flop that. I'm going to put Jungle Book number one in my mind, then 101 Dalmatians, then Sword in the Stone. I do think Sword in the Stone is really good and a lot of fun. Right. So it's... My number three movie in the 60s, but it would not be my, it wouldn't be in my bottom if we did all right, of these decades. if it was decades. all of them, it would not be at the bottom, no. I do like Jungle Book, though. I yeah. just think the King Louis and the singing with the Louis Prima and the music and yeah. that's a lot of fun. And I do like 101 Damage. So did you, do you like 101, you had the 101 Dimensions number one. Yeah, I did. Do you like it more than Peter Pan or would you have Peter Pan ranked ahead of it? I would have Peter Pan ahead of it. And I, I think I would have Peter Pan ahead of Jungle Book as well in my mind, but it would be very, it would be close. Right. So, yeah. So Peter Pan is still like our top movie from these decades. It's a, it's so good. Right. Peter Pan is so fun. Okay. Right. The Moving 70s. on to the 70s. So in 1970, we, we have, have the Aristocats. Aristocats and then mm-hmm. Robin Hood. Robin Hood, 1973. Yeah. Winnie the Pooh and. The, the Mini Adventures of Winnie the yeah, Pooh. Yeah, Mini Adventures of Winnie 77. The classic Winnie the Pooh. And then, right. I don't know what the last one is. I believe that is The Rescuers. And that also, I think, came That out. does not look like the anything. Well, I wrote that. <laughs> and that's what it means. Rescuers. So it's The Rescuers was the last one in the 70s. So. Four movies there. Which which is your top movie of those four? I think Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Again, I read the books growing up. I have a lot of fond memories watching that movie. I think it's a very fun movie. Always enjoy watching it. Could watch it anytime, any day. Honestly, that goes for any of the Winnie the Pooh movies, including the criminally also criminally underrated sequels, Heffalo Movie, Piglet's Big Story, Tigger Finds His Family, and the Halloween special. Definitely recommend. Okay. Um, after Winnie the Pooh, I would probably put... It's probably a tie between Aristocats or Robin Hood. I think it could go either way depending on the mood I'm in. 
Personally, I love Aristocats. I think Marie and Duchess are so fun. I think they're great characters. Um, I really liked Marie growing up. She was, you know, a girl cat. I had her. Pin. So, what are the other? What are Marie's brothers? Do you remember their names? Toulouse and the other one. Berlioz. Okay. Berlioz and Toulouse. It's funny. So it's I have. I'm going to have Winnie the Pooh as my number one in that decade too, for no other reason that if you go to our website DisneySymbol.com and you click on learn about the team or about the team and we have our questions. I had the mini vision of Winnie Pooh as my number one movie. So I have to pick that one here mm-hmm. and I would have Robin Hood second Aristocats third and rescuers fourth. I don't think you've ever seen rescuers. I have seen the rescuers. Have you? Okay. I don't like the rescuers. I liked it when I was a kid, but in comparison That's to those others, the mouse, right? Yeah. Yeah. The two mice and they saved the little girl. Yeah. Yeah. They rescue her. Right. Hence the name of the movie, The Rescuers. Okay, I don't dislike The Rescuers. I've just seen it so many times, I'm very over it. So you have Winnie the Pooh as your number one movie in the 70s, as yeah. do I. Do you like it better than 101 Dalmatians? Yeah. And do you like it better than Peter Pan? Probably. So you think that's the number, of, the, of the three decades, you, you're putting Winnie, the mini, the mini Winnie, the mini adventures of Winnie the Pooh as your top movie? Yeah. I'm going to go downstairs and watch Mini Adventures of Winnie I think I'm with you on that. I think I'm going to do the same thing. I just really like that movie, too. I know. And I kind of I don't forget about it because it's such a staple of my childhood. But like it's it's always kind of in the back of my mind. But like then I really reminded of it. And I, and I remember like, you know, the heffalumps and the rain and him getting stuck in his little hole in rabbit's hole. Like and then it all comes back. And it's like, wow, that is really a great movie. It's so much fun. And it's so simple. So if you had to pick your five favorites in order. From all three decades. Because there's 12 movies to pick from. Like, not even your top half, but like your first five. What do you think they would be? Um, When Many Adventures Winnie the Pooh, Peter Pan, um, probably Aristocats, and then um, 101 Dalmatians. Is that five? Is it? Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh, Peter Pan, Aristocats. One on one donations. Oh, and then probably Alice after oh, okay. that. So I'm going to go with the mini adventures of Winnie the Pooh as my top one. I will go with Peter Pan as number two. I'm going to go with Robin Hood as three. Robin Hood is such a good movie. I'm going to go Jungle Book four. And I think I'm going to go... 101 Dalmatians is five for me. I think those are going to be my top five. Cool. I think that's a good list. That is a good list. I think if I had those five films to watch on a on a ride, which would be hard to do because I'm usually driving, so I really can't watch. Yeah. But if I could watch, I if I wasn't driving, I would be happy. Yeah. That would be almost 10 hours of entertainment. We could start driving and we would be close to Disney World. Yep. In 10 hours. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, it would be cool. Yeah, but we're not going to do that because I have to drive. I can't watch and drive. It's no fun. I can watch. Yeah, you can watch for me. You, you, you can say, oh, this is that part you really like. Huh? I wish you could watch it. <laughs> and be like, and hey, I won't give you any of my snacks. You're so funny because like, I'll open up a bag of chips and your hand will just like appear. I'm, like, right. I'm not giving you anything. I hear the chip bag open all of a sudden. The hand, it's like from the Adam's family, the thing, the hand that just yeah, pops yeah, yeah, out yeah, and just grabs appears. the food. Right, I do that. Okay. This was fun. This was a good conversation. Three decades. Definitely. We covered a lot of ground today. We We did. did, We did. We answered some fake listener questions that nobody. Yeah. Fake listener questions. Nobody really wrote in. We made up. We we made up some 
some ratings and reviews. We had our first two-star rating that we made up. Yeah, and it's your fault. You know, we have all five-star ratings right now, and you had to mess it up with your fake two-star rating. Okay, do you want me to rescind it? No, no, you can't do that now. Okay. Everybody knows. See, but there's too there's so many five star reviews that it, it well we had fake out. we had fake reviews. I guess we can be satisfied knowing these aren't real reviews. Yeah, and then we did two dad jokes. We had two dad jokes, today. and we talked about Wandavision, which I could talk about more, but I'm not going to. And I'm saving that for next week. And because yeah, next week we may next week's episode. Not to give you all not to we, this isn't written in stone, right? It's not written in stone, but we're thinking about. Our top WandaVision moments as a topic for next week is one of our topics for next week. It may not be yeah. the whole episode. Yeah. So we did that. And we had a great conversation about 12 Disney animated films from the 60s, the 50s, 60s, and 70s, which are three decades, which I think were fantastic for Disney animated movies. Oh, yeah. Definitely. So this was, we covered a lot of ground today. Yeah. And we still got it in under our normal time. That's so cool. That is really cool. Okay. All right. If so before. You guys. So what? I wanted to thank our patrons. Okay, you can thank the patrons. I was just gonna tell them where to contact us. Okay, go okay, ahead. Let's thank, the thank, thank the patrons. So Danny, Brenda, and Andrew, thank you guys very much for continuing to support the show. And if you would like to join them, hey, how could you forget about Vanessa? Vanessa. Well, Vanessa hasn't joined yet. The fake. The uh-huh. maybe I don't know. I think from this episode forward, when we thank the patron, the patrons. We need to say Vanessa. We we'll have to check next week to see if she actually it. joined. Well, yeah, but like the only way that you'll get it is if you watch the episode or yeah. listen to the episode. It's all good. All okay. Right. So why don't you tell everybody how they can find us online and contact us and engage with us a little bit more? Yeah. So if you have your own opinions on this list or an answer to my WandaVision question, send us an email at disneyassembled at gmail.com or message us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, all at Disney Assembled. But if you want to support the show further other than just interacting, there's always Tee Public, where we have t-shirts and masks and stickers with the logo and some other fun designs. And like we mentioned earlier, um, we have Patreon, $5 a month to get exclusive Disney reassembled content. There's also YouTube. We go live there Sometimes. quite often, yeah. And we mostly t- we've been talking about WandaVision over there on um, YouTube Live. But all this information is available in visuals on our website, DisneySymbol.com. Yeah, check us out, DisneySymbol.com. All that good information is there. Subscribe to the show. Tell your friends. Keep listening. Share the show with your buddies out there. Talk with, talk about us around the water cooler. If there's a water cooler at your job and y'all are practicing like, safe distancing yeah. and wearing masks, stand around and say, hey, Disney Assembled. Y'all check it out. It's a great podcast. Troy and Mimi, they're tearing it up. It's lots of fun. Well, just Mimi to Taylor. Taylor That's doesn't right. like Troy. Yeah, the, the fake review from Taylor. <laughs> Sorry, fake, Taylor. Yeah, well, we'll, well, we'll do better next time. It I doesn't suppose. really matter. We don't need to please Taylor because we have Vanessa yeah, and all true. of our real listeners. Who and you know what else people? Both of us. But you know what else people could do? What they can actually leave us a voice message. We can actually hear their own voice telling us how much they like us or ask questions. And if they go, if you go to the show notes of this episode, at the bottom of the show notes, there should be a link take you to a website where you can leave us your very own voicemail message. And if you do, we might use it on an upcoming episode. All right. This was a great way to end the weekend. It was a busy yes, weekend, but definitely. this was a fantastic conversation. I'm so glad that we've taken this time out together to spend with each other and share our love of Disney with all our friends out there. Yeah, I agree. Great job. All right. 
Thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate it very much. And until next time, see, see you real soon. soon.